0: Welcome to CEO Terrain Maker, a practical small business educational
1: podcast designed to increase an owner's executive skills, raise profits, and achieve long-term sustainability. And now your host, Gene Valdez. Episode number 48, Changing Careers, How to Pivot with Shelly Harrison. You know, based on my research, the pandemic has contributed to U.S. adults of all ages young, middle-aged, and old, to reevaluate the priorities of their life, especially on how they make a living. Many middle-aged corporate managers are changing their careers, and many young people are choosing to start their own business. Each change, in my opinion, is precipitated by a trigger event. But let's get one thing straight. It takes guts to start a business. My guest today is Shelly Harrison, and she has a lot of guts. Shelly was an executive in the banking industry for over 25 years and then decided to start her own business. And even though this was pre-COVID, it still takes a lot of courage. Her business is called Luminary Leaders, which is very successful. I have asked Shelly to be our guest so I can wander a little bit in her brain So let's bring her out. Hi, Shelly. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Jean. And I love that introduction and the way that you flowed with the opening of your show, because it's going to be a fun conversation.
1: Well, I only practice it a thousand times, so hopefully I got it right. Uh, <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> all right, so let's rock and roll. So, Shirley, yeah. why on earth did you decide to start your own business after such a distinguished banking career? What was going on in your mind <laughs> then?
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, my career ended in the banking industry because I was laid off with many other people. So, you know, fast forward, I dabbled in a few things and then all of a sudden this particular business was created where I kind of fell into it, believe it or not. And then I had to pull the trigger because it was getting kind of out of hand and I had to create a business.
1: So let me back up a little bit. This business, Luminary Leaders, you had created it. Was this this sort of a home-based business you were dabbling into or somebody else was doing it and you decided I'll take it over for you?
0: No, actually, I started this business, we started back in 2016, and it basically was one client to begin with who was very well-known, and she actually wrote a book, and once her book was written, then we helped her with the book launch, and then it kind of, the business kind of evolved from there, Gene. nothing like what it started out as, And soon after, I worked with that first client. A lot of people might know who she is, Tanya Brown, who's the youngest sister to Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah, so we we worked with her for about three years, and from there it just kind of, I mean, just went boomers because we had other speakers and authors and different people that were wanting representation, and we had to create a business. So early on, I had a a partner, but she retired. And so I just carried on with the the business. And so we're here we are, you know, fast forward 2022 and, and things have ignited.
1: Okay. So, so let's just see if I got this right. So the trigger event was you were laid off from your banking position. You were doing a side business. The two of those together, you say, well, why not? Maybe the timing is right. Um, you yeah. know, maybe I can make this work. Is that why you picked that niche is because you had a little bit of experience and it just kind of morphed into something Abs- bigger?
0: Absolutely. And it, it was very clear in the very beginning to me because I had book speakers for different Positions, you know, even in the banking industry, I had worked with speakers and I had my own women's business networking group that I would, you know, continuously book speakers for. So I had a working knowledge of it. And that, that combined with my experience, management experience, you know, working in the banking industry, I was able to, you know, create a business where you have, because when you look at when you start a business, you know, coming from the corporate world, you have an IT department, you have, you know, a training department, you have all of those things that when you start in your own company, you don't instantly have. So what I did is I started off day one with insurance for our company, we, you know, did some other things to set those systems in place. And you know, making it a bona fide business where it wasn't just a hobby. And I took it extremely, you know, serious in the sense that I wanted to make sure that people that we were working with were, you know, in alignment with what we were doing. So it was kind of, you know, it it just kind of, again, has grown into what we are today.
1: So did this business require a lot of capital on your part to start? And if so, did you obtain some kind of investor capital or did you have your own savings or et cetera?
0: That's a great question. And because of my experience and, you know, taking the banking industry and all of those years of experience that I had and then working with other companies or businesses, I knew what what I needed to make this business operate without working capital. You know, I've I've injected money into the company, but I think now we have built it so that it's optimal and it doesn't require a lot of expense because, you know, I do have an office here in my home, which is fully equipped as an actual company, which is Luminary Leaders.
1: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That's great. So you learned on the job, as everybody who is an entrepreneur, because Mm -hmm. when you work for a big company, as you just mentioned, you have all of these particular talents for whatever discipline or department you need. And now you're on your own. You got to do it all. That's right. (laughs) Um, Looking back, what do you think were some of the mistakes that you made that you would want to suggest to my audience that are considering starting a business to try and avoid, you I mean, you've sure. created the path. Are there some that just stick out the most?
0: Oh, yes. And I think, you know, when I look at the products and services that you offer any company, you know, you want to be absolutely secure in what the benefits are, how much, you know, what the value is, what your kind of the profitability Sure. you know, what what it's going to be for each and every product that you create. And I think in the, the early stages, you know, we kind of created it as we went along. So when we formalized everything and we finally came to, you know, this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to onboard clients. You know, then it everything fell into place. But I think initially knowing in advance and maybe even doing some beta testing on products or services that you're going to be offering to be sure that the branding, the marketing and everything are congruent so that you can effectively sell and create revenue for your business.
1: It's all important, isn't it?
0: It is. Absolutely. So
1: maybe this is the flip of that question, Shelly. So now that you've been in your entrepreneurial journey, maybe you've already answered this. Are there some key strategies or best practices That you developed and implemented to make you are where you are today? Or have you already answered that question?
0: No, I think, you know, and I just want to kind of reaffirm that, you know, really taking a look at your business and at that 50,000 foot level, it's important that you have a clear vision of, you know, what your mission is, what your values are, and kind of what are those things that your business needs to function and not worry always about the expense of what it's going to cost, because sometimes you just have to make that investment to create the business that you desire and that you want to grow and have, you know, have it be profitable.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, this is why I wanted to talk to you because, you know, what you did is, is tremendous. And
0: there are a lot of
1: people contemplating doing that now. So, so tell me about Luminary Leaders, just What do you do and how was that impacted by COVID?
0: Sure. And, you know, Luminary Leaders, we are a speaker management and consulting company, and we specialize in representing CEOs and thought leaders. And back a few years ago, I came to the realization, working with a business advisor, we didn't really want to be a speaker's agency. You know, we wanted to provide that customized, high-level expertise for CEOs and thought leaders who want to leverage speaking to promote their business, to promote their products, so that they can effectively get on stage and feel confident and then leave that stage with leads, followers, you know, whatever it is that that they're looking to accomplish and creating and amplifying their influence in a way that they could be considered a a beloved brand or, you know, a beloved speaker who people really enjoy listening to.
1: Okay. So in street language, you help CEOs get gigs. Is that right? And who pays for your services?
0: Who pays for our services? Yes. So for example, we have a membership. So what happens is our clients can choose between three different plans that we have and they, you know, they, they're based on the benefits. So the more the benefits, the hot, you know, right, the right. membership, you know, changes and really that's how it's processed in terms of the way that people work with us. And we also work on special projects, you know, some that are very specialized and, you know, we work in such a way that it's, it's, specifically for what they need so it might not necessarily be speaking but it could be another component of their company that they need our expertise to help them with
1: okay but ultimately the client pays you a fee if you find them a gig exactly yeah okay so how did covid (laughs) impact your business good bad indifferent
0: oh my gosh it was awesome because I was on the go. See, I
1: wouldn't take that. I think you're in the touchy feely people. <laughs> I know business, most so people ahead.
0: don't. <laughs> well, we had, and I don't really like using that word pivot, but we, you know, very early on in February of 2020 is when, you know, we kind of realized, okay, there's something happening. And by March, things were completely shut down. So a lot of our clients, they lost money, you know, from speaking gigs that were already planned, and you know, things were canceled and not not postponed. So From my perspective, what it did for me in terms of COVID, recreated ourselves. You know, I was able to work on my business rather than in my business. Okay. You know, being on the go during COVID and all of the the activities and everything that I was doing, Gene, I wasn't at my desk creating or developing or, you know, crafting. So it really was empowering for me. And, you know, of course, we lost some revenue, but not that
1: much. So your advice to to listeners who um, maybe still are being impacted by COVID is that it does give the opportunity to really focus on your business and rather getting into the management do mode. You're thinking of the executive vision. This is where I want to take my business mode.
0: Yes, that's a great way of putting it. And I think staying positive and not allowing COVID to impact your mindset, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, it it exists, and we've been living in it for a few years, business still happens. You know, people still need speakers and (laughs) and there's podcast shows like this, you know, that that can give visibility to, you know, CEOs and thought leaders of companies.
1: So if this is confidential, Shelly, you can tell me, but can you share with me what you like, one of your favorite success stories that, you know, person A was having a challenge here, came with you he hired you or she hired you and voila, this was the results, whatever (laughs) amount of time it took.
0: Yeah. And actually I have one client, I mean, there's several examples I can give you, but one that's fresh. We have one client who is a um, business value maximizer and he helps companies to prepare for the eventual sale of their company. And he started, you know, where we work with him on his LinkedIn. We worked with his book launch. We did pretty much Every aspect of what gave him visibility and amplified his influence and made connections for him that helped him to get into more opportunities for his business. So now, you know, he's doing the things that he thought he would never be doing. He loves speaking and he gets out there and, you know, he does it so eloquently because we've had those customized conversations that are specific about him.
1: Okay, But so it sounds like you threw the full menu at him. In terms of not only finding speaking gigs, but all of the marketing and the branding and the name recognition, every tool that you have at your disposal, you helped him do that.
0: Correct. Right. And, and because I do have the expertise of, of doing that, and if it's something that's not in my wheelhouse and I don't feel comfortable, I'm going to admit I need to refer you out or I need to make an introduction to someone that can help you with this.
1: Okay. So we're running close to running out of time, Shelley. If you were to leave with my audience, just a couple of tidbits that you haven't already talked about, whether they're contemplating starting a business, whether they're a middle aged corporate manager that's thinking about pulling the trigger and doing something completely different. Give me one or two tidbits that you would recommend that they pursue that you experienced and you went through.
0: Yeah. And I would say, you know, if you have that gut feeling, which I did when I first started pull the trigger, meaning, you know take that action and build it as you go. You know, I would recommend having a business plan. You know, we did very early on, we started with business planning every year, but I think if your audience, if they're getting ready or they're thinking of, you know, starting a business, do some research, you know, get that great feeling of, gosh, I can't wait to start this and go for it and just start. So it's not a hobby. It's, you've got everything, kind of in place, meaning, you know, the entity is set up as either a sole proprietor corporation or whatever. And then you get, you know, your, your business insurance in place, depending on the type of business that they have and all those other things that come along with owning your own company and try and save money as you do it.
1: I'll save this last question. When I'm listening to you, I see it a lot. The term that I use is fake it till you make it. If you're not a big business and you're a small business. Don't have the self talk. You say, "Well, only big businesses do that. I haven't arrived yet." You have to pretend like you've already arrived and do the things you're talking about. Add in the disciplines, the planning, the incorporation. So it's not a hobby. Treat it seriously. Right. And treat one day seriously. you'll wake up, and yeah. it will be what your vision for what you wanted it to be.
0: Exactly. And you know it. I, and I know we only have a, a minute or two fake it till you make it is, is not something that is comfortable with me. However, when I look at, you know, when I started this company, it was like, you know, I, I almost had the imposter syndrome and I'm thinking, what am I doing? You know, yeah, and yes. and it just kind of formed, but then I strategically, yes. you know, built it and had business advisors that helped me to get where we are today.
1: Well, one final question, every guest that I've had And every successful business owner has always referenced a business advisor Mm -hmm. or a business coach or a business mentor. This is not, I'm not trying to sell anything to anybody, but how important is the business advisor, business coach role for you during your climb to achieving entrepreneurship success? What did they do for you?
0: It's mission critical. And what they've done is they're that accountability partner for me in terms of my ideas, the things that I want to implement in my business. And and they'll, you know, they'll work alongside with me, but they'll keep me firm and, you know, with two feet on the ground and say, okay are you ready for this? Or, you know, so I highly recommend a business advisor at any stage, as long as it's affordable, you know, and I have two people that are business advisors. And I think that's why we've been, you know, been so successful at continually, you know, getting to that next level within luminary leaders.
1: Gotcha. Well, Shelly, this has been awesome. And my kudos to you for pulling it off and Anyone who ever said you'll never do it, you can just say, eh, 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 eh I did it. Yeah. And so what's the next horizon?
0: Oh, next on the horizon?
1: What's the, oh. what's the new things you're thinking about?
0: Oh, my goodness. So, you know, and... When I look at that, I think, you know, I just we just want to grow our membership and help as many CEOs and thought leaders as we can and develop relationships. And I think, you know, I've already I'm already hosting three shows right now. So I that stay pretty great. busy. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's
1: great. Well and and
0: yeah. And
1: do you ever pinch yourself and say, oh my God, look what all I've done in such a short period of time.
0: Sometimes I do. Sometimes I
1: do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah. And this is that's for the next what you're chapter right
1: well listen what i'm going to do on the show notes i'll put all your contact information if anybody needs to go to get a hold of you they will but i just love your story it's all in the mind really and you had fire in the belly and you had the mind and you just let it rip so
0: congratulations
1: to you and thank you right so that's a wrap listeners if you like today's show, please leave a favorable review and subscribe. Tune in for next Monday's September the 19th episode entitled Are Savvy Entrepreneurs Born or Do They Learn on the Job? I think everybody's different. My guest will be successful thrift store executive Tony Reyes. So that's a wrap. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.
0: This has been CEO Terrain Maker with Gene Valdez. To find out more, like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you have questions, email the show. Find that link and others in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time.